Dennis, mum's up here visiting this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been great so far. She's been up for about eight hours or so. And so far, oh, smooth sailing. It's been beautiful. I do, I, I do like hanging out with my mum a lot. We get on very well. I love my favorite. Some of my favorite parts of conversations are these, where you lay all the the caveats, and you feel you feel that pile grow and sag and bend on the weight mm. of the butt that is coming on the horizon. Well, it's interesting because the butt actually here has nothing to do with mum. There's no butt here. Like so far, it's been it's, it's, it's been great. Picked her up from the supermarket. I picked her, I picked her up from the supermarket. <laughs> I picked her up from the supermarket. You're, the, you went, the, you're the mum shop. Yeah, of course. I picked her up from the airport. We went to the supermarket. Bought some 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 stuff for the week, some treats. Bought I, Dennis. I bought a one kilogram block of halloumi cheese. That's a I'm, wild thing to have done. I'm looking forward to getting stuck into that, dude. It was fourteen dollars fifty, half price. Is one kilogram block of halloumi cheese. That's, Normally, that's halloumi huge. cheese is like thirty bucks a kilo. Could you, if you ate that in one, could you eat that in one day? Oh. Just like, like rip, rip, rip and hunks out of it with your teeth? You could. I mean, you could. I mean, you'd want to, you'd want to probably put it in the pan, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to fry, we're going to fry it up. We're going to pop it on pizzas. We're going to do all sorts of stuff. But because mum was here, I thought, you know what? Special treat. Kilogram block of halloumi. We're going to enjoy mm-hmm. getting into that one, getting our teeth stuck into that. Um, yeah. Supermarket came back home. Really don't have that much to, we just went to the beach and it was a nice little walk and we've caught up a little bit. <clears throat> but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's the butt. This is the other side of the butt. Um, mum has, as I think I've talked about on the show before, she's gotten into old person video games, right? Yes. The uh, Now, are we talking like Simpsons Tapped Out style video games on her phone? What one? Which one? What? The Simpsons Tapped Out. It was like the original, like, build a village, give us your money big oh, game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely cut from that kind of cloth. Yeah, she's got two mm-hmm. that she likes. I've talked about them before. I'm not going to go over it again. She likes the Solitaire game where you've got to, like, match cards of a certain suit. And then she's got essentially what is just a bejeweled clone. I think it's called Gardenscapes, and it's got this very frustrating bald man as its mascot. I don't understand what she sees in him. I remember you talked about this because you tried to engage with You're like, look, I play video games. I'll play the game. And you're like, this is awful. Yeah. And and to be honest, like now my – so I get into it and I tease it for it. But now I actually kind of enjoy playing it with her because, like, you get really stuck into it and have to be carrying. Anyway, Dennis, I've got exciting news. Mum's found a new game. Uh-oh, a brand new on. game. Right? What's this brand new game? And can I tell you something that I really didn't expect to be saying here? I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's okay. really good, right? It is, a, it is a game for old people, right? But it is actually excellent. It's called Code Word by Arcadium. And it's, it's cut from a similar cloth as Wordle, right? It's, for, it's a word-based yeah. puzzle and it's for anyone who enjoys that sort of thing. So what it is, it's like a crossword where every letter is assigned a number, but the number changes every day. It's a daily challenge puzzle. And they give you like one or two letters and you have to use context clues on the board to figure out which number is, is which letter. So if like a letter appears a bunch of times, a lot at, a lot at the end of a word, it could be S or E, right? Um, if there are a lot of three letter sequences, consistent numbers, sequences that end words, you know it's probably I-N-G and so on, right? Really fun. Oh, Okay, yeah, I see. So, uh, so yeah, so there'll be there'll be a twelve right on a crossword, mm. and every twelve on the board will be an, an a G, yeah, or an N or an F, it depends, or, an, or it, whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, it's around every day. All twenty six letters are used, right? And so mm. it is a game of deduction, right, as well as word knowledge, um, mm. that actually just scratches a whole bunch of bunch of itches at the same time. And Mum and I have been sitting and playing it like it, it, it was. It was just really fun, so I recommend just, that. Right? I mean, you're just—I mean, you. 
I know you're surprised because you're playing a video game, but at its core, you were just sitting around doing a crossword with your mum. Yeah. Really? Doing a little Riley, puzzle with mum. And I enjoyed it. You're... I think you've been tricked here. Your mom isn't playing old people video games. You're doing old people things. No, no, it's a video game, Dennis. It was on a screen and everything. <laughs> I, had cl- I had to click buttons. I didn't use mm. a pen. Um, no, look, it's nice. It's nice to have something to do like this with with you know, mum, and have have a have an, a sort of activity that we 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 mutually enjoy. Uh, by the way, I want to I want to very quickly say as well, if you want to play the game, which I do recommend. Don't go to the Arcadian website because... As I we tried to just do discuss, that and it was a total goddamn nightmare. It's filled with ads. Instead, you yeah. go to wordwipe.io and they have what is essentially a clone. I think like a chemically identical... Like at the molecular level, Schmode it's identical, words, yeah. right? Yeah, this code. Legally distinct. I don't think... You know what? I don't even think it's legally distinct code words. It's just code words, right? It's it's really good. But yeah, word... word what did I just say? Wordwipe.io. Um, get get, get stuck into it. But Dennis... This was but a prelude, because what I want to talk oh. to you about is how I love. I, I can't wait for me and my mum are now bronze two in Valorant. It's been great, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? She's really good. She's got like yeah. she clicks the head so well. I, oh man, that'd be I'd have the coolest mum on earth. Anyway, no. One of the reasons sidebar that sidebar before sorry about I'm the coolest mum on earth. When I was a kid, mm. we would all I, I was obsessed with Sonic. Me and my dad would play Sonic together, right? Single player mm. games. We just take turns or whatever. What uh, what platform? And uh, Sega Genesis. Jeez. Oh, okay. Cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, but when we would get stuck, we'd call it the big guns. No. Which was mum. You because you and didn't have mom, a big brother, right? No. Like mum would. Uh, I don't know what it was. My mum does not have very good hand-eye coordination. Yeah. My mum is terrible at video games. But Sonic, she would just blitz through like nobody's business. It just made sense to her. She could just see the Matrix. She was she was playing a different game. She was reading between the lines. She was the hedgehog. It was unbelievable. And she I remember became, like well, she, she became the hedgehog. Yeah, she became one. She chili dogs for dinner all the way. But she would get she. I don't know what it was. She. I remember they'll talk about it even today. We'll be like, oh, when you got stuck though, when Robotnik was giving you some trouble. Yeah, you call mum in. Who did you call? Well, this yeah. is the thing. Like the classic thing is, you know, you you you, you come up against a, a video game yep. boss. You can't beat them, and they're like, "Oh, I'm too powerful for you." Yes, but you're not too powerful for my big brother. And then the big brother comes exactly. in and you know beats the level for you, and then you go back to playing. I never. I you're was the big pa- brother. You're for not that too powerful bit. for my my brother's friend from college who smells like weed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing that your mum fulfilled that role in your life as an only child. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you weren't deprived of that. You know. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was clutch. Anyway, so mum obviously going to this Arcadian website and one of the reasons that you said it was, as you've just navigated to it, and I'm sure a number of people have just Googled Arcadian code word, clicked on the first link, and I very heartily recommend get out of there nice and quick because it is one of the most, like apart from fandom wikia, I have never come across a website that is so unusable because of the advertising on it. I love fandom wiki. It's like trying to read an article through someone's letterbox. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get a tiny square <laughs> centimeter of text yeah. with videos and pop-ups and flat. And I love the, 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 my favorite part about that is when you click the X on an ad and it goes to this page. It's like, oh, why didn't you like it? What's wrong with it? Mm. Do you want to mm. give us some feedback and why you don't want this ad there? It's like, yeah, because it takes up half the screen. Fandom wikia. Anyway, the Arcadium website is a very similar experience, Dennis, which you've just seen, I imagine. Yes. Right? And I'm not having it. And mum was happy to, in between every game of Code Word she played, watch a 30-second ad. And I was like, mum, 
you don't have to live your life like this. There are better mm-hmm. options for you. We found this .io website and it's fine. But I want to talk to you, Dennis, about one of the ads that came up because you've spent a, you've spent a considerable part of your career in marketing, right? I work in advertising, I do. Yeah, you work in advertising. Like you, you obviously know your way around this. And specifically, I want to talk to you about luxury product advertising. Okay. So let me let, let me walk you through this ad that came up. Like every single time, I don't know what they, well, I don't know what they think. My mum, who is a literal pensioner, I don't know what they think <laughs> she, kind, of, kind of money she's on, right? But she kept getting this one ad as we clicked through to try to play on Arcadium. It's an ad for Bentley. And Bentley. Bentley. The the car manufacturer Bentley. The car manufacturer Bentley. Very, as far as I understand, I don't have a deep knowledge of this. Like a luxury car manufacturer, right? Like these are expensive yes. cars. So first of all, I don't know why mum's getting ads for this. She drives around, you know, she drives a Hyundai, quite a nice one, mm-hmm. but still like she's not driving a Bentley. But in this ad, there is a bloke with a suitcase standing in front of a Bentley and someone who, a, a woman who seems, he seems to be on rather intimate terms with because they share like a hug and a kiss, right? And mm-hmm. it looks like they're going, he, it looks like he's being dropped off at the airport because he has a bag with him. Right, like a roll, like a small carry-on roll-on suitcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he gets into the car, and you're like, "Oh, okay, he's just arrived. She's picking him up from the airport, yep, right? Yep. Okay. And she's going to drive him home. No worries. But then, from the other side of the car, a little girl emerges, presumably their daughter, although I don't have anything to back that up other than just an assumption, who now has the suitcase. Who begins to walk across the the zebra crossing to the other side of the to the to, to the terminal building of the airport, and turns back and waves goodbye at them, walking to the airport by herself. What? And I'm thinking, okay, so what? Like, what is the story here that the dad is passing the torch on to the and letting the this child is eight. Like, even if she's flying solo, you go in and make sure she checks in okay before she's like you know. And then the the nice. A flight attendant will come through and make sure that they're like the you know when kids fly unattended they've got like a chaperone the entire time. You yeah. don't just what's she going to do? Go through security by herself? She's eight years old. I mean, this is irresponsible. I don't, I don't don't care if you got a Bentley, mate. This is irresponsible parenting, as far as I'm concerned. What are you doing? I'm trying desperately to find this ad now, and it is proving difficult. But then it gets even you know more what? confusing, right? Go okay. Oh, I was going to say, do you know which Bentley is in the ad? No, I didn't. I didn't pay that. I was too perplexed and baffled by this right but but dennis we're not finished sorry my mistake the next shot is of the interior of the car and of the mum presumably the mum looking wistfully out the car window as you would if your child were just departing overseas by herself apparently Mm -hmm. oh how much i miss my daughter and with her her hand she sort of like rubs the seat next to her in the way it's like where she oh, would have you know, been where, this is where she would have sat if she weren't being if you weren't being sent off to you know the the other side of the world by herself on an airplane riley i have found the ad you found the ad great so you can watch it and understand what's going on here right what the hell is happening here so it looks like they're using this bentley to drop the because i have found what appears to be an extended version of the ad this is two and a half oh, minutes long. You, <laughs> two and a half minutes long you've got all the context that they've, they've, i've got the director's out. cut there's dialogue in this well, so they're I'm, they're driving. I'm very they're curious driving, to find out what's going on. They appear to be driving her to the airport. Mum and dad in the front, daughter in the back. Uh, she's nervous about going, but the 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 lovely warm reclining seats of the the Bentley Bentayga oh, Bentayga are uh, making her feel better. They're soothing. There's her. this weird yeah, okay. 
animated section of her in what looks to be i get oh it's just europe it's just some generic europe yeah. imagery because mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i saw a shot that had both the Eiffel tower and the kremlin in it so that's a choice yeah. i mean it's just europe right that's just europe well this is barely yeah. even in europe um so then yeah this big like animated story about her going away on her set by herself and then yeah her dad gets out she gets out they give her a hug she's walking across the zebra crossing with the luggage this is definitely the right ad why and is she then, doing yeah, they're driving home why is she going by herself? Dri- but uh, but here's the other thing dennis when they go to drive home the mum is sitting in the back by herself that is true the mum is sitting in the back by herself like she's being chauffeured yeah, like it's an Uber. So if you look at it, so I saw the cut version. I didn't see any of the other context, right? I see the, the hug and the kiss. I see the daughter get out and walk across the crosswalk, right? I see the mum mm-hmm. sitting in the back, then driven off by the dad as there's like a, a panning shot. It's now nighttime. There's a panning shot of them driving over a, a, a cityscape at night above a cliff, right? I don't know what's going on. From that, I was like, okay, so she arrived to pick up the dad they had a hug and a kiss. Welcome back. Great to see you, honey. Really good. Now, we've got to say goodbye to our daughter because, as you know, she's going to take your bag, and which has her luggage in it as well, apparently, mm-hmm. and fly off to the other side of the world. But now, can you drive me home like an Uber driver would? And so she can sit in the same seat the daughter was sitting in. So Bye, Bentley, the tagline the tagline is... Oh, is this going to tie the whole room together here, Dennis? This, ta- this is going to be a hell of a tagline. The tagline is comfort outside your comfort zone. So but, it's the the thesis is to like be daring and adventurous with all the creature comforts that come with the Bentley Bentayga extended wheelbase. I ha- I also hate that you should not put the term extended wheelbase in what is the name of your car, but this is a luxury SUV. Uh, for actually, you you said you mentioned this is a luxury car. How much do you think one of these things costs? Oh, like I uh, like six figures minimum, right? Like what is it going to be like a hundred dollars? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You are joking me. You are, yeah, does it have electrified handles at least? Is it can it sh- shoot um, mace? From I just its- see that car that shoots mace and tasers. <laughs> I got that TikTok organically. So what, you're, what Riley's making a joke about there is this TikTok that's been going around of a woman who like reviews like things for mums, right? Yeah. And she's like, "Is this the best new like mommy car of twenty twenty three?" And this thing looks fit to be driving alongside the a warthog into the covenant horde yeah oh like, no it's it's a it's a military it's a military grade vehicle it's the tallest like you could stand a five foot tall person in front of the grill of this car and you would not be able to see them through the windshield there's no way no you and would, then like you're right she goes through all the anti-intruder things it has like you can electrify the ha- the handles if someone tries to open the door it shoots mace out of the side mirrors all this stuff it's got like blinding lights it's got a loudspeaker system like you and, the, and she's marketing as though you're going to go and pick up your kids with it yeah, can I tell you this the only kids you're going to be picking up with it are the ones that smash into your grill as you drive through the the, 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 the school park yeah, the car park you're going to pick up yeah, a bunch it, of them it was insane um, from an advertiser perspective, though, Riley, this Bentley ad, the two-minute ad is okay. It's a little overly sentimental, but it's yeah. fine. The problem is whoever cut it down to 30 seconds either didn't have enough time to do it or the ad was not written with the 30-second cut in mind. And this 30-second cut was, was just the best they could do. I suppose so. But I, 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 really, I really think – do you have an idea how long the cut you saw was? It's either it'll probably, it'll probably either 30 or 15 seconds. Well, 30, right? Must have been, No, maybe it was only... Honestly, actually, maybe it was only 15. I didn't time it. <laughs> I didn't get that on stopwatch think, and time it. I think... You know me, dude. I want to download this YouTube video now and do a 15-second cut of it that I think but, is better. <laughs> yeah, that's what I... That's immediate. That's like, I, I could make a better cut than that. But but he's... Like, there, there's I'm two sorry. and a half minutes of full content. I mean, they, have, they have all the rushes, you know? It's not just this. 
I'm so perplexed as well because this is what I don't understand, right? With advertising, a lot of the time it's like buy this product for this price and you'll be like, mm, all right, I do want that product and that price seems fine and now it's in my head and I'll keep thinking about it and there'll keep being pop-up ads until I buy the product. What I don't understand about particularly luxury brand advertising is that why is watching someone fondle a warm seat that their daughter has just got out to get on a plane by herself as she's driven home by her, her husband who is like an Uber driver? Why does that make me go, yes, I want a Bentley too? The, the, the connect is almost never as clear as what you, outline, what you outlined the first time. Advertising is all about emotionality. It's all about trying to get a person to do a thing, figuring out what emotion will make them do that thing, and figuring out what imagery or words you can use to elicit that emotion. In and it's that, something, in that, that, is, it's something that happens unconsciously, like you don't realize it's happening to you. Kind of, yeah. So it's about evoking sentimentality in this case, I guess. Luxury, comfort, warmth, nostalgia, that kind of that that kind of sensation. Ah, Dennis, um, I too, as a as a parent, I look forward to the day one day as a parent that I can look back on the time that I put my eight year old daughter on a plane by herself without even going in to help her check in. Hmm. Not that going long... in to help her check in is an odd one. I won't lie. The, now the longer cut, I was gonna say the longer cut implies they do, but no, they just leave her at the car park. You're like, sorry, honey, it says drop off only. You yeah. want to make your father a criminal right before you go to Europe? <laughs> <laughs> you know that coming up. You know they're coming up on your, on your background check, right? Um, let's, let's, let's dive down on this. What was it? Comfort outside your comfort zone? Yeah. What's the comfort zone here? Is the Bentley inside or outside the comfort zone? I don't think they should be the, advertising a Bentley as being outside your comfort zone. I don't want to spend a quarter of a billion dollars to sit on heated seats outside my no, comfort zone. No, that's not what's... The outside your comfort zone is your, is your, is your daughter going off to Europe by herself. So send... She's, okay, make yourself uncomfortable by basically, you know, neglecting your child and sending her off to the other side of the world, but... I, I think she wants to go, by the way. She is, she is confusingly young. I do think the daughter should have been like 15. Yeah, maybe that would make sense because to go to or or going to college or something program or something. Yeah, but there's no justification for this one. Okay, so you're saying do things that do things that push you outside your comfort zone, but make sure you're comfortable while you're doing that. And there's nothing more comfortable than the heated seats and a Bentley extended wheelbase. More or less, yes. All right, well, Dennis, we better. I mean, my next message now is for the the listeners of this show: patreon.com slash history. Go and sign up. I I need a quarter of a million dollars to spend on a Bentley. I need to find out just how comfortable those seats are. <laughs> I need, I need to do, I need to, I need to first of all have. Actually, you know what? My my 2014 Mitsubishi Outlander is pretty. It's pre, it's it's pretty comfortable. I'm pretty pretty comfortable inside that car. So, but will I have the same level of comfort when I neglect my children, Dennis? That's a, you have a big car. That I mean, you make you make fun of the Mason car. An Outlander is a big car. It's not that big. I mean, it's it's is an it SUV, is? but. You know, yeah. it's not. It's not. It, Dennis, I can see. Like I've driven through primary school car parks. I can see kids. I the see whole, every I child kids. I hit. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the light go out in their I, eyes. I do them the honor of looking them in the eyes. I run them down. Yes, Dennis, I'll have you know. I just don't get ad, ad, ad like luxury advertising. I remember seeing it's it's perfume ads, right? And it's like Johnny Depp playing a guitar while like knee deep in seawater, or like. Well, Riley, how are you supposed to evoke a smell through a visual ad? I but I, that doesn't make me want to buy the perfume. What makes me want to buy the perfume is like this smells good. It's fourteen ninety nine at the Chemist Warehouse. Okay, first of all, I think you are the least target audience person for anything even remotely considered a luxury good. That's probably true. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's just. Next <laughs> I can't not, imagine anybody. Me far enough out of it right 
I'm trying to think of a luxury good that I bought. I, I, the closest thing I've, I've, I have to luxury goods is like I bought a replica lightsaber, which is just so useless, but I like it. It sits on my desk and I look at it and it makes me happy. Yeah, that's. I'm sure some people feel that way about their Bentleys. Yeah, but I didn't spend a quarter of a million dollars on it <laughs> and I waited until no, it was but- on sale. <laughs> So so what is so when when I watch Kate Blanchett riding in gossamer in a gossamer dress on a on the back of a white horse, right? Mm. To sell whatever perfume she advertises. Like what what are they mm. trying to do there to me? You too They're can smell to... like a bareback horse. It's not about smells. It's about set feelings. It it feels elegant and beautiful and pristine or clean or whatever. And those are the words they want to associate with their campaign. Right. And so it's, their, more, um, it's more about what you then... Asso- okay. So the reason that Red Bull sponsored the, the Age of Empires event in the castle, and the reason that Red Bull sponsors like people jumping out of planes from technically space and that sort of stuff is because they want to be known for being exciting and cool and doing... Yeah. Like, not because nerds stuff. drink energy drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, so because it's, it's your age, because you, because your competitive Age of Empires tournament is exactly as cool as the Monaco Grand Prix. Yes, they're exactly well, the they're same. exactly the same. They're exactly the same. <laughs> Look, the peak peak competitive performance from masters of their craft. You know, I'm sure that the Viper and and Hera and uh, you know the Doubt and Mister Yo and uh, I'm I'm de- I'm desperately trying not to leave out people who deserve to be in this list of like mm, the colleagues greats. of yours more or less. <laughs> now, yeah. They're not going to listen to this. They're not going to be upset when I leave them out. Sorry, Leary. Why wouldn't they listen to this? The time of the podcast explicitly asked them to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Tato, Jordan. Oh, no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> these guys are the same as, you know, Michael Schumacher and other. Oh, boy. Four. Here okay, we no, go. No, no, I've got one. I've got one. Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian Vettel. Vettel. I, would, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, Max Verstappen's very famous right now. Who? Max Verstappen. Shouldn't he be Max for starting? Shouldn't he be Max, okay. Max, for, Max for driving? Max for going very fast? Max for, go, Max, Max for going very fast. Okay. Riley. There was an Australian guy. Mark Webber? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. We can move on, Dennis. Mark. I'm I'm totally Australian risk driver at Mark Webber F1. Yeah, yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Australia number one. Let's go, baby. Um, I'm perplexed by electric advertising. Years, Thank you for unpacking it a little bit for me. I still don't, don't, and don't, and don't want to understand it. I mean this without, and, and not as an insult. It's not for you, and it's not nothing to do with an with an with an income bracket problem. Mm, well, no. Well, I mean, you say that. I don't think I could afford. Oh, for the quarter million dollar car, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. <laughs> I think I'm several but, tax brackets off that one. But you can afford some Calvin Klein perfume if you wanted it. Yes, but I mean, fourteen ninety nine for VB the scent at uh, at uh, the chemist warehouse can't go past that. Anyway, what do you got for us? Right, I want to talk to you about attention spans. Actually, I want to actually. Sorry, I was, what were you saying? Nice, very good. You almost had me for a second there. You almost had me. I was on a plane the other day, and there's a trend right now mm. on. So <clears throat> we've regressed as a society, and then I'm not talking about attention spans. I'm talking about currently aspect ratios. How many years did you spend being like, oh, stop filming your video vertically? Stop filming your video vertically. Film your video horizontally. I feel like you would have been a person who would have been annoyed by that in the past. Uh, yeah. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Not in the past. Still. I still, still today? I still film. I don't really film stuff very much at all with my phone, but if I do, it's, it's, it's horizontal. Horizontal. Yeah. 
Here's the thing. The oh. apps that people use to consume those videos now yeah. are vertical yeah. video apps. Yeah, of course, yeah. TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Stories, whatever you want, they're all vertical video apps. We're back in Vine. We've got a full loop. I don't use these. I don't use these apps, right? right? Billions of people do. Yes, but is it maybe the children? No, it's the children who are wrong, Dennis. And it's not just that. You'll start seeing these videos pop up on YouTube with big, fat um, pillar boxes now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, YouTube, to their credit, have actually introduced a new format where you can can watch a vertical video on your phone. It'll look fine. On desktop, it looks like garbage. But the, a side effect of that is that people will take, for some reason, there's a subgenre of like TikTok accounts mm. that will take shows and movies, chop them up, and post the entirety of the thing in clips on TikTok. Okay, but as like in portrait mode, as in in, ho- no. in vertical. Hang on, huh? I'll get to that in a second. Oh my goodness. So first, so you'll have the top half of the screen will yeah. be, and my favorite one of these to see is Breaking Bad, part 1136. Wait, <clears> how long, <throat> a TikTok video is like two minutes long, right? Max, usually, yeah. I'm talking, you, these things are usually 45 seconds. So you're <clears> watching <throat> at 45 second, at 45 second chunk at a time. Yeah, you're like, and you're sitting being like, oh, I can't wait, I, can, I need Day Tripper 61 to post part 13,000 so I can find out if Walt and Jesse finished the cook on time. That's incredible. They managed to make a way to find they, they managed to found, find a way to make the episode The Fly even more unwatchable than it already was. Exactly, yeah. And the bottom the bottom half of the screen is almost always Subway Surfers? Yes, Subway Surfers. You're joking. That was a joke, Dennis. I that was a joke. I didn't know. Are you Subway serious? Surfers. No. Yes. Yes. Dennis, that was a gag. No. How because, did you know? How did you know? Because, right, so there's this person I follow on Twitter, uh, Juniper, right? 100% a great follow, right? Really, really good. Post all sorts of really funny stuff. Posted this joke video with like a- I think I've seen this. A leftist giving a speech about the evils of capitalism, colonialism, with subway surfers underneath, right? As yep. a gag, being like, oh, look at me indoctrinate the youth of today with this, right? And then people were like, wow, actually, that actually made me- it, it, having and there was like someone cutting soap as well, I think, right? Like with a yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of those, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, and there were people commenting, being like, "This actually made me sit and watch the whole video and listen to what this guy had to say because I, I, I and I, I the, the subway service is just like it's just a dumb video game where you like jump around collecting coins. It's just like, an endless runner. It's like Temple Run. It's just an endless runner video game. Yeah, but like Juniper was like, "Oh no!" A bunch of people actually got in touch and said, um, "This helped them digest the video." So it's actually, it's a um, retention strategy. That- Righty, I sent you an image on Facebook that I'd like you to take a look at that I took a photo on the plane the other day. Oh dear, okay. Yep, all right. I'm loading it up now. Let's have a look at what you, what, what, what. I had never seen this before. I had to saw. stop, I had to stop yeah. and take a photo. This is a person playing subway surfers yeah. while watching a YouTube video minimized in the top right corner of the screen. Oh my goodness, that is, that's a lot of stimulation that this person required. And this person, Riley, was in their, like, in their 30s. Yeah. yeah. This is not some Zoomer. I'm trying to think how guilty uh, I am of this, because I'll, like, I will play Vampire Survivors while listening to podcasts, and I will, like... In the past, I would record podcasts while playing League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> in the past, I'm on to you. This that that's wow. That's a lot of entertainment in one small package there. So I, 
attention spans are just ruined so much so that i think about when i go to like the the, the biggest place i see that i feel this mm. is when i go to the cinema mm. because you can't really go on your phone you're not talking to anybody you're mm. just sitting watching a movie for two hours and change mm-hmm. and the, you in the back half of a film especially it's not a very good film i do get this sort of like itchiness start to set in yeah, I can just, I'll just, I'll just check, see if I've got any notification. I, like, just oh, wanna I just want to jump. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to slide under a, a railway car away from a security guard. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. Why should that be held against me? Can I? Can I tell? Can I? Tell, can I convince? Can I confess something to you? Oh yeah, there's no one else listening, Dennis. It's just you and me. I know, right? The game Dennis, knows like, without it, like we're, we're nearly thirty minutes into a podcast. There's no way that anyone's there's no one's made like, it this far. Yeah. There's no temple run for anyone to. Watch. I mean, unless you're playing temple run while listening to this, in which case you're still here. Well, and you'll hear Dennis's secret. That's what I was going to say, is the Subway Surfers. It looks pretty fun, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, looks pretty yeah. good. I don't know. I, like, I do enjoy more now than ever, ever low investment video games. But, um, yeah, Marvel for, Snap is taking over Magic the Gathering for a lot of people. That has been what I... Like, that's been my new toilet game, right? Is like Marvel Snap. Because you can get... you Like, while you're snapping one off, you can also um, snap one off in the game by... Like, like, maybe two or three times. You can get a couple of games in there, mate. Yeah, but I worry that this whole like over. I'm trying. I'm trying to take steps in my life to deliberately remove this from mm, my life. This like constant dizzying overstimulation, doing two or three things at once, watching Subway Surfers and uh, clip thirteen thousand of Breaking Bad. I can't appreciate those forty five seconds of dialogue with a weird pitch shifted techno track underneath them. With it, with if Subway Surfers is distracting me, you know. Mm, mm, mm. But I do wonder, like you said, it helped those people with retention that in that in that in that meme video. What does it do? Does it occupy some part of your brain that's like a little bit unconscious? So I noticed that because when I I know this isn't good. This is sort of like spoiled data because I was aware of what was being tested while I watched this video of this leftist giving this speech, right? Right. Um, so I noticed that because I was like, I'm going to watch the subway surface thing and see what I find engaging about it, right? And what I found that I was doing is I was like, oh, I wonder, yeah, he'll jump left here. Yep, okay. And then the best thing to do there is grab, okay, and then down and then up this ramp. No, no, you move over the right. And like sort of almost predicting or like doing what, like, oh, I would do this if I were playing it, if that makes sense. Mm. And do you think you kind of do that a little bit subconsciously? I think so. I think you look at it and you and it's it, it triggers a lot of the same. It doesn't get you all the way there, but it gets you at least a percentage of the way there as in terms of the entertainment that you would you would receive if or feel if you were playing the game. Hmm. And and that engages the like bottom half of your lizard brain enough that you can start to actually hear the words in the other half, maybe? Whereas otherwise you get distracted and wanna and wanna flick off. Oh, I didn't think about it so much in that. I was thinking more in retention as in like, oh, I want to see what happens next. But do you though? Do you care uh, what happens in this specific? Oh no no no! Subway like, surface room. Uh, uh, Dennis, my one highly many? my highly advanced mind obviously is well above the things. No, I'm not saying that. But I think that's so now, one of the things that makes you stick around. It's like oh, I'm watching this now. I don't know. But then why don't you want to hear things. the end of the speech about the eels of colonialism? I don't know because it's boring. But do you think if you bottom half of the screen, yeah, some absolute tip top, top five banging Subway Surface gameplay, yeah. Top half of the screen 
moving, emotional, sentimental, two and a half minute story about sending your daughter off to Europe. Do you think that would make the message <laughs> click for you? Bentley would run out of stock, Dennis. Bentley would, they yeah. would not have a single car left. They'd be on back order for years because everyone would want. That's, all, that's the key that Bentley are missing to unlock a, a brand new host of consumers is they just need some I have seen. Server. I have seen another joke that someone posted where they're like, I went back to this guy's house after a Tinder date and this is his setup and it was a TV where they were watching White Lotus or whatever and then a laptop underneath it with um, Subway Surfers gameplay to try to replicate the like <laughs> the dual screen aspect. That's got to be a joke, man. Come on. That's that, Oh, no, that was definitely a joke. Okay, good. But this, per- but this person on the plane wasn't joking. They were like, time to watch this YouTube video mm-hmm. while playing this game. I couldn't possibly sit and watch the And like, I've seen my father before. Actually, when- one second. Sorry, I'm going to stop you. And I am actually going to self-nominate here and confess that I am guilty of having done this. And I've just realized why. Do why? Are you sure that this guy was watching a YouTube video? Like what was the, do you YouTube know what the video music? was? Pardon? Do you, do you think he's using it for YouTube music? Or a podcast. Because mm. one of my favorite podcasts I've talked about is the Always Sunny podcast. And they've lent, not yep. super heavily, but like it is a video podcast. And they do have, unfortunately bits of it that you have to watch right like well you know, well, like, you know their podcast has the video on spotify yes and that's what i'm saying right and that's and and so if i so if i'm going on an airplane voyage i will download a bunch of episodes of whatever podcast i want to listen to and when you download it on spotify it'll download the video as well so when you play it it plays the video and there have been times when i have like played i don't know whatever seven wonders on my phone or, or settles of Catan or whatever like a board game on my phone while having the Always Sunny podcast playing. And because I don't want to get out of the app, go over to Spotify and check what they're talking about when they say, oh yeah, and then it was really funny because look what your face, like where your face here and your reaction, it's like, I don't want it. So I'll just leave it in the top window and then like check in when it's relevant. So I actually do, I, feel- I actually do need to confess that I have done this. I mean, the- I think he was watching like, I think it was like late night talk show clips. Just yeah. fodder content. Yeah, I don't know. I'm now at a point where I don't feel comfortable coming down too heavy on this because I think I'm, <laughs> I'm, at, least, I'm at least guilty by association, you know? You've peered into the abyssal mirror and it peered back at you. <laughs> yeah, it peered back with the face of Glenn Howard and you know what I mean? The most terrifying. Yeah, well, ha- ha- half Glenn Howard and half Subway Surfer Scamplay from the bottom <laughs> down. Anyway, your dad, what were you going to say? Sorry. Well, the opposite end of the spectrum, I've seen my dad get in a plane. He'd be like, oh, there's no screens on this plane. You know, yeah, as soon as you get the seat back screens. And, yeah. he goes, and I go, no. And he goes, oh, okay. And he'll just raw dog white knuckles stare at the back of that chair until we hit the until we hit the ground the other, yep. the other end yep yep something very liberal so i think about I, that. I i don't know it's something very stoic about it maybe but it's mm. also psychotic i think and i think i i think that's too far the other way but we're not talking about listening to a podcast or reading a book or even watching a movie on the screen in front of you we're talking about watching a, essentially a movie watching some some visual content and playing a video game so that and I, i'd write this like empathize with I don't want to be alone with my thoughts for even a second. No, I understand that. Oh, jeez. I I forgot. Hang on one second. Sorry. I need to put Spotify on because I'm falling behind. Really? I have Spotify on. No, I don't. I don't, though. And I said I was going to beat you. Okay. Give me. Come on. Here we go. Jump up this lolly. Let's go. Has that been going, actually? Got a Boccherini in the background. Like, oh, gee. Oh, it's so loud. Oh, Dennis, I've made such a mistake. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. Let me just turn that down a little bit. That That was on speaker volume and I'm on headphones now. Oh, that was deafening. Um, been getting into my my Baroque music again. Going back all the way back, Dennis, to the 17th century. Been enjoying a bit of Jean Baptiste Lully, a bit of Luigi Boccherini, a bit of a Valdi, 
bit of a handle, bit of Bach. Loving I it. Anyway. Just, just your, I, think, I think that's just your leftist politics coming through. Go woke, go baroque, you know? <laughs> go go baroque, go baroque. <laughs> that sounds like a half-hour history t-shirt, actually, to be honest. Go, bar- go woke, go baroque. Yeah. That's not bad. I'll have to give you a 10% residual on the sales of that one. Anyway. What's um, 10% of $4? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. T-Public have got their snoot deep in the till there. Um, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, not. can I tell you, not well. Not well. I've fallen the behind. Spotify, so so for those who don't know, Riley's trying to beat me at the end of 2023 in hours listened to on Spotify. Mm. And it sounds like it's not going very well. Well, you're someone who listens to Spotify 16 hours of the day. And then apparently sometimes you listen to whale noises all night to help you sleep. So I've got no chance, mate. Buckley's chance. What can I do? I've taken it just putting on. I'm trying to kill two birds with one stone. I've just started putting my episodes of my podcast, like Half House History, on repeat in order to to get those numbers <laughs> up as well as well as the Spotify numbers. <laughs> I'm doing all I can, I have man. Alrighty, I have a new background music artist. So oh. friendship with City Girl. Friendship with City Girl ended. Move over, City Girl. All right. Uh, I'm big into Kaleido now. K a l a i d o. Okay. All right. I'm just realizing highly, as well, before, I just want to back things up a little bit because I think I did say Boccherini before, didn't I? I don't know that you did. I thought you were backing things up because what you're doing might be violating your partnership with Spotify. No, I think I, I think I did. Yeah, I did say Boccherini and I want to clarify that I do know that Boccherini is not a Baroque artist. He's more of a classical artist, of course. I think it just he he snuck onto one of these very poorly curated Baroque classic uh, Spotify generated playlists. So really not my fault, but um, I will say that his quintetto in uh, Do Maggiore. I don't know is that Do Re so A C C major. I don't know, it, but it goes off anyway. Um, it goes off. It it slaps hard, doesn't it? Go, it? Dennis, it's so, like I what like what did people do in the 18th century when like. Mozart was dropping a Mozart new track. dropped a banger, right? Were they like thrashing about in powdered wigs? Like, what were they doing? I want to see that, man. Everything I think, something I think about every time I see, like, you know, if we're watching, like, Nikki and I watch Pride and Prejudice, and we're seeing it recently enough, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, they have this big ballroom scene, and it's, honestly, I was going to say it's very elegant, very nice. Honestly, it's probably quite realistic. It's a little more chaotic and a little more jumpy and a little bit more like an Irish Cayley than like a traditional Yeah, yeah, ballroom. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, they're all dancing around, and Nikki was like, "Oh, it's so nice." And I looked at her, and I was like, "This room smells terrible." Mm. Oh, it would, yeah, for sure, yeah. Like no, everybody no here, if they're rich, yeah. showers may like washes maybe twice a week, maybe. Yeah. And and there's no air conditioning. You go to a nightclub, air conditioning, air filtration, like yeah, and yeah. No, there people are in heavy, thick clothing. No, it'd stink. It'd mm. absolutely stink. Everyone's breath is awful. That's something that strikes me weird about, like, I, and then I think about like prehistoric man, right? Oh yeah, it'd be. And it's like, were your down. teeth? Ju- were your teeth just falling out of your mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gone. I, I got, I got a good use out of it, but yeah, it's gone. That's why I got. That's why. That's why I got thirty of them. <laughs> you got some backups. Exactly right. Anyway, your dad. Yes, I don't think you should be like my father. I don't mm. think you should stare at the back of a seat. And just t- take what the universe buffets at you for the whole length of a flight. But I would invite you, if you're closer to the Subway Surfers YouTube video end of the spectrum, mm. to try introduce some more ritual into your life. I talked about this one time I tried to buy the new coffee machine. Turns out it was too stupid to use it. So that doesn't that didn't pan out. But that was not a um, a pacing problem. Mm. 
And I'm not talking about, I mean, if you want, you can download a mindfulness app or whatever, but just try slow down a little mm-hmm. bit. Unironically, mm-hmm. stop and smell the roses a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you'll be happier for it. I, th- I genuinely think I have been. I've, found, I've tried to do this with a couple of things just in the last 12 months, right? I know this sounds very like, oh, digital detox, unplug, that sort of thing. But um, whenever I go to type TW into the like browser bar and open up Twitter, I go, do you want, do I do, no, do, you want to do something else? Right? And just, just mm. give myself a, a second to think like, do I want to do anything else at all before I start doing this, right? Well, turn because turn, it's, not, it's not a decision, right? You're trying to turn it back into a decision. And sometimes the decision is I do want to go on Twitter and get and angry about some right-wing memes yeah. or whatever. But as you say, like giving yourself a little bit of agency, giving yourself a, a, a point at which you stop and check in with yourself and go, am I doing this out of rote behavior? Like is this just an automated response that I have because I have five minutes to do nothing, right? Like I get that urge when I'm playing – if I'm playing like Marvel Snap and I click, I don't click like connect a game and then I've got to wait – three or four seconds i'm like oh well, dead air i've got to like i'll just switch over and go on twitter while i'm waiting well like that's not it's not sustainable it's really not good for you i don't think it's not sustainable at all but it doesn't it doesn't make you crash in the same way like you don't ever kind of fall off the other end like you the way you do you get burned out if you work too hard it just kind of erodes your like the 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 breadth of your experience if you know if you know what i mean it kind of mm. gives you it gives you tunnel vision almost yeah it's like a flotation device with mm-hmm. no you know, it's a, it's a life raft. It doesn't get you anywhere. You just sit in the same spot, and it'll keep you there. It'll keep you above water, but it doesn't actually. It doesn't have a motor aboard it. There's no. There's no oars. I think some life rafts do have oars. This one doesn't, Dennis. Some, this one. Some, some life rafts. This is a dinghy. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a rubber tire. Yeah, it's a rubber tire in the middle of the ocean. It'll keep you afloat, but it won't nourish and sustain you, and it certainly won't get you anywhere new. Ah, oh, but currents, Dennis. Riley- we didn't we didn't take currents into account. It's uh, it's an it's an anchored life raft. An anchor. <laughs> this metaphor is really growing and growing by the minute. Yeah. So I have a I have a suggestion for you, Riley. All right. So rather than just when you type, you said when you type TW, TW, you start you stop for a moment. You're like, should I be doing something else at my time? Is there anything else I'd rather be doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That requires you to have the willpower to think of that, which you're not always going to be able to do. No, this is what I, I think. This is what I'm saying. I I I've turned it into like a an associative trigger almost. Right. I don't have. Mm, I don't. I, it's just, yeah, that's what it is. It's a conditioning thing. I type, I type in those two letters, and 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 I immediately like, I just had to sort of train myself to be like, do I want to do this? And sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no. I'll go and do something else. Yeah, but go on. Sorry. And if, if you're struggling with that at home, I invite you to get your hands on the new Bentley extended wheelbase <laughs> with automated, automated <laughs> macing side mirrors to give you a spritz directly into the cornea every time you tempt yourself to to venture into Elon Musk's hellscape. Dennis, we all we've been talking about in the last twenty minutes is getting outside your comfort zone, unplugging, getting away from the comfortable anchored rubber tire that is social media. Dennis, what better way to get outside your comfort zone than in a what was it, a Bentley? Bonanza with the, what was it? Bentley Bonanza probably not the, yeah, the Bentley it. Bonanza available now at all good car retailers near you. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode and hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The the download numbers show up all the same, so Whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, And if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 
have a listen to this and get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 